Welcome to Talking Water with GMW, where we discuss all things water. This month, we are joined by Water Efficiency Project Director, Sean Tenace. With the Water Efficiency Project nearing completion, Sean looks back on what the project has achieved and what it means for the future of our region. We have episodes on a range of topics on our website, so there's plenty more to listen to after this one. Thanks very much for joining us for this, Sean. Can I start by getting a bit of your backstory and how you ended up becoming involved in the Water Efficiency Project? Thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I joined the Connections Project just pre-reset. I'd had a variety of roles. I come from a finance background, so I'd done a bit of commercial type roles and then worked through to what is now the Water Efficiency Project. And I took over the role of Project Director at the end of October 2022. I'm a local guy. I've lived in the Shepparton area my whole life. My family comes from a farming background, so the project and what it was trying to do really resonated with me, hence why I sought the opportunity or what seems like a lifetime ago back pre-reset to join the project and hopefully contribute to what is now a a modernised irrigation network. And so with the Water Efficiency Project, how did it come about in the first place, Sean? Well, the Water Efficiency Project was initiated at the end of the Connections Project, so As most people are probably aware, the Connections Project was Australia's largest ever irrigation infrastructure project and delivered in excess of 400 GL of water savings, 433 to be precise, which actually exceeded its target by 4 GL. So all that work was done by replacing old assets and what was now deemed redundant in this modern age of death ridge wheels, the old regulator drop bars with electronic meters, automated flume gates, we remediated channels, we decommissioned hundreds of kilometres of channel to get the network back to something that could survive into the future. These works have undoubtedly improved irrigation standards across the region, but also it's contributed to the improved efficiency of irrigation for in excess of 8,000 customers. So the Connections Project was huge, wrapped up in 2020. At that point in time, it was recognised there was further potential water savings and hence we expanded the Connections Project and thus the Water Efficiency Project was subsequently launched. Yeah, so it's obviously a huge investment in this region. Can you tell me a bit about why these water savings are so important to our area? Yeah, absolutely, Klaus. So even with higher than usual rainfall in recent years, we know the long-term inflows into our storage is, is declining due to climate change and a number of other issues. For example, in the late 1990s, the average inflows into the Goulburn system have dropped about 3,000 gig per year to just under 2,000 gig per year. So that's significant change. And therefore, on the back of that, no doubt irrigators have innovated and have found new methods to do more with the water they receive. And it's important that we as a statutory organisation do the same. So therefore, these projects are vital to not only the prosperity of the region, but also the businesses built off the back of what the irrigation food bowl is and the GMID and it's to maintain its reputation as Victoria's food bowl. Yeah, and what were some of the aims of the Water Efficiency Project? The primary aim of the project was to achieve another 15.9 gigalitres in annual water savings. But on the back of that, there's a couple of other things that are byproducts of that, and that's treating in excess of 250 kilometres worth of channel and over a 1,000 outlets. In turn, that benefits over a 1,000 customers and did produce around a 1,000 regional jobs at the height of construction. So again, massive input to the whole area across a range of industries. The project also was expected to increase GDP in excess of about $167, $168 million. 
that's a good point actually about the jobs outside the irrigation industry it creates because so much of our area has grown around the irrigation system and infrastructure that has been built. Correct, exactly. And it's contractors doing works in local areas, which obviously they've got to find accommodation, eat and all those kind of things. So it really spreads right through the community. So that obviously allows smaller towns and whatnot to prosper long into the future. And so I guess the question is then, did the project achieve what it originally set out to do? Yeah, we have managed to meet all our aims and we've actually managed to overachieve on our key target being being water saving. So subject to our final audits and verification, we'll look like we'll achieve around 18 TR, which is roughly 15% over our target, which is a huge effort by the team and also all the communities and irrigators we've worked with and our contractors as well. We wouldn't have got there without all their support. Crucially, and I guess one of the real flagships of the project has been our safety record. So we've completed over 500,000 labour hours of work and all those have been undertaken without a single lost time injury. As far as statistics go and reporting OH&S, like that is in the top, you know, one or two percent. So that just shows what's possible out in the region. And again, it's been a huge success behind the project. We've also seen other Positive flow-on effects such as upskilling and retaining locals with specialist skills and experience and bringing new people to the region to capitalise on the irrigation opportunities available. So there's definitely been something in it for everyone. Yeah, and so 18 gigalitres a year is obviously a huge amount of savings. How would these savings benefit irrigators in the region? How would they see the change? Well, I think with irrigation and what we've done with the system, so From an irrigation perspective, you would expect to see an improved level of service, improved water quality and efficiency in delivery. And I think that's obviously what irrigators would be looking for out of these type of works. And the fact that we've achieved the water savings and done that, I think, has made, hopefully, irrigation practices on farm a hell of a lot easier in the areas where we've done works. I guess there's been other bio-benefits as well. We've removed some channels in and around schools, namely out at Nanila and one here in Shepherd and East where we've replaced an open channel with a pipeline. So that's not only improved irrigation and made it more efficient, but it's also removed what could be a problem in the community by way of open channels running parallel to schools. We've also had at Kerrang replaced just over eight kilometres of open channel through the township with the pipeline. So again, really off the back of that, again, improved community safety, but there's also a benefit there to irrigate it in the efficiency and delivery of water. And then namely our last winter works period, Similar on the outskirts of Echuca around the race course there, we've replaced channels with 11 kilometres of gravity-fed pipeline. So that's benefited over 100 customers. There's a lot of DNS in and around there, and that was hugely manual. And I know that was a nightmare for the GMW local operations. So again, that's something, that project was a very challenging one. It was a very wet year last year. Most people will test. So again, that's something that the team is very proud of. So from a practical level, what sort of works did the project involve? So very similar to the Connections project, I guess our main categories of work, for want of a better term, was meter replacement and rationalisation, regulator replacement, rationalisation with the new automated regulators, installation of gravity pipelines and the decommissioning of channels. And we also had a small section of channel that we remediated with plastic out in the Terumbury area, and then the other type of works we did with some on-farm works with landowners, reconnecting them back to the channel, to, as I touched on before, to get those real benefits out of modernising the network and hopefully improving the way they receive water on farms. So that were the main types of work. And as I touched on earlier, 
that's resulted in treating in excess of 250 kilometres of channel and over a thousand outlets and really converting some sections of open channel, well, a lot of sections of open channel, I should say, with pipeline. So again, there's numerous benefits to that, not only a GMW operational perspective, but also a community and, and irrigated perspective as well. And it sounds like you worked quite closely with a lot of the landholders and farmers to identify where the best areas for these changes were. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every area, every project that we've worked on formed part of a reconfiguration plan. So we really tried to tailor the solution to what the landowner and irrigation requirements were in that area and also worked in with GMW local operations. If there was any old bugbears from the past or where we could uh, improve the running of the system or the operation of the system, we definitely tried to piggyback off that in this and hopefully set something up that long outlives all of us. And so now with the project wrapping up, are there any further water-saving initiatives that are planned for the region? Yeah, Klaus Gold Murray Waters, they've got several initiatives outside what we at the Water Efficiency Project have done, and they'll look to continue efficiency. And they include a number of things such as improving compliance methods, increasing water capture through its hybrid drainage program, continued modernisation of assets as people change in the way they use water on farm and the frequency. They'll look to continue this in, this type of work in the future, participating in development of policies that support sustainable water management and the use of improved irrigation demand forecasting, all these things that can be done now off the back of a modernised system. So there'll always be, I think now, from a social perspective, with water scarcity, I know it seems funny now given how much water there is around, but we will go through a dry period at some point in time. So I think socially, one of the things that I've seen in my time on the project is how people their view on water and how it should be used, I think, has changed a lot in my time associated with what has been the connections and water efficiency projects. <laughs>